Praise, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right now, we're going to be praying. I'd like to read to us 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Right now we're going to be praying. As we pray for the nations, we pray for the nations of the world, we pray and overthrow the work of ungodly men who fill the earth with poverty, weak, wickedness, and death, keeping men from experiencing the goodness of God in the earth. Affirm that just as the world shows that the earth is full of the goodness of God, the peoples of the world will begin to see God's goodness because the works of evil and wicked men are cut off in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So we're going to be praying in light with this. And also praying that men are released from this wickedness, this poverty, and, you know, um, experiences of ungodliness, that these ones, they begin to receive Christ. They are turned to Christ. Hallelujah. They are turned to the message of the gospel. And they accept the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Let's kindly unmute ourselves as we begin to pray in other tongues right now. Praying for the nations of the world and the people. <laughs>
in the name of the Lord Jesus, we overthrow wicked. Oh, an ungodly man, their works, hallelujah. We overthrow them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We overthrow these works, oh God, of this ungodly man, oh God, that fill the earth with poverty, wickedness, death, and everything evil, hallelujah. We bring them down. We cut them off. We render them ineffective in the name of the Lord Jesus. We cut down everything that that keeps men from experiencing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We cut them off, hallelujah. We cut them off in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, that this day men are turned to righteousness. Men are turned, yes, to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, and men begin, hallelujah, to experience the prosperity, the progress, the excellence, the beauty, the splendor, and the goodness of the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. Le cronza vela crondo pregidiza mante che le bonde vijavale cronza catella mahande lucia mande peregiza cataya. Oh, la gabashata cabaya. We overthrow the works of evil, we overthrow the works of wickedness, we overthrow God. Every work of poverty must take it by Alabashata cabaya orchestrated to bring the people to poverty to ruin Maleko Sakataya. We cut them up in the name of the Lord Jesus, and yes, oh God. We release prosperity upon the nations of the earth as the gospel of God. Penetrate those nations in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. We decree and declare that men are coming speedily to the knowledge of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, accepting the truth, hallelujah, giving their life to Christ, and telling others, hallelujah, about this good news, this good news of Christ saving power. Oh Lord, we praise your name, O oh God. We worship you, O oh God. For you are God all by yourself, hallelujah. You fill the earth with your goodness. You fill the earth with your glory, your beauty, and your splendor. Yes, And as we preach the gospel of God, many are accepting it. Many are accepting it. Many are giving their lives to Christ. Many are converted to salvation. And they are leading many others. Bringing many others must take it by even in this season. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in the prayer of intercession today. Thank you so much. Right now, we are going over to the Rhapsody of Reality segment. I hope you are ready to receive the word of God. Over to you, esteemed Amarak. Thank you also very much. Have a beautiful day. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Thank you for those powerful times of intercession. Praise God, everyone. Welcome to yet another time of devotion with our God. And welcome to a whole new week, a week of joy, a week of miracles, a week of pleasure. Praise God. 
Today is um, Monday the 19th. Monday the 19th of July. And the title of today's devotional is Put the Kingdom First. Put the Kingdom First. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Philippians 2, 19 to 21. When I came across the scripture above many years ago, it caught my attention. I'm reading today's devotional and um, it's you can find it on the screen and you can read along. When I came across the scripture above many years ago, it caught my attention. Paul was deeply concerned about the church in Philippi and desired to minister to them, but he couldn't personally visit them because he was in prison. Then he said to them, Timothy is the one that I can send to you because the others seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. How enlightening. There are many like that in the church today. They seek their own and live unto themselves. They are selfish. Yet the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 15, that he, Christ, died for all, that they which live should know should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Selfish people can't walk in truth and can't truly walk in love. Selfishness is contrary to the word of God. When you have a dream for something you want to do, even if it's something you want to do for God, it's important you ask yourself what your real motivation is. You may find yourself struggling between the love of God and the love of yourself, struggling between serving Jesus and serving your interest. That's what Paul was referring to. He could only pick Timothy of the several people he had with him to send to the Philippian church. Paul was convinced Timothy would do the work from a pure heart. He would do it selflessly in love. Paul was writing not just for that day, but also for us to learn. <clears throat> in Matthew 6 and verse 33, Jesus communicated a similar thought when he said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. He didn't say the first of the things you should seek is the kingdom of God, and after that you seek, your, you seek other things. No, he said, be kingdom conscious. Pursue kingdom expansion and the establishment of God's righteousness. Put that first, and you will never need to struggle for anything in life. Trust God with your life. Serve him with a pure heart and watch him take, take you from glory to glory. Praise God. You know, the beautiful thing about staying in the word of God is that it becomes a, a reminder and a reset button for you as a child of God. Because many things happen in life every other day and that you can get carried away, you know, with attending to a particular situation of life or a particular um, project in your journey of life. It could be a family matter, it could be a business matter, it could be something in your place of work, it could be a relationship, it could be your marriage, it could be even raising children. And then you get carried away, you know, with attending to the matter at hand. But the Rhapsody today, like every other day, becomes a reminder to ask you a question that helps you review your journey that helps you review the things that you are doing and why you are doing them. That helps you review your priorities. That gives you the assurance that yes, being committed to the things of God is not a waste of time. And the time that you put in is not too much. 
that reminds you that the ultimate is to seek the kingdom of God and its expansion. Reminds you of the word of God. So it's, it becomes either a reassurance to continue in the journey, in the path that you're already treading, or to retrace your steps and do what is right. You see, that's why walking with God is a day at a time. Yesterday's revelation will not do for today's living. It matters that every day you receive that which God has for you. Even the Bible says the mercies of God are new every morning. And that's why even, you know, if you look at the way we live our lives as in, in the earth, man has to eat every day. You realize that the food you ate last night, you've woken up now and then you are hungry. So the food for yesterday would not suffice for today. You have to eat for today. So every day, the body needs food. In the same vein, every day, the spirit needs food. The spirit needs knowledge. The spirit needs reassurance. The spirit needs reminder. The spirit needs a top up. Because that which you ate yesterday was used for yesterday. Oh, even like we do in the earth, you know, um, we, we, like we do investments or we do deposits and then we can come back, you know, and assess it. There are certain spiritual exercises that are like investments and deposits. Like when we pray, prayers are stored up as deposits and we can always come back and make a demand. And that's why the Bible says that when the clouds be full of rain, they will empty themselves upon the earth because there were deposits being made again and again. And when the time came for a withdrawal to be made, it was available. So today we are reminded of what should be parity to us as children of God. It says, put the kingdom first. So the question I'm asking you, if you look as the, the, look at the way you live your life, you look at the way you do things, you look at how you use your 24 hours every day. That's why I said, you don't have to look, you don't have to even think about the big picture. You can as well take it a day at a time. Today you have 24 hours. For some, it's already six hours plus into the day. For some, it's less. For some, it's more. You got 24 hours. How are you going to use it? When you look at the way you use your 24 hours, you can actually tell if the kingdom is forged. You can tell if the kingdom is forged. You can tell what is forged. You say you're dating someone and at the end of 24 hours, you have spoken to that person six different times, a total of six hours, 30 minutes. But you did not have time to pray. You probably even skip this devotion some days because you speak to the person so into the night that you're not able to wake up early for the devotion. I'm talking to somebody and you know yourself. And then when you skip the devotion, you basically didn't even have time to even catch up with the rhapsody. You did not intercede for anybody. You get to work, you're trying to get by your day because you did not sleep well. You give another eight hours into your job. You have a side business, you give another four hours into the side business. At the end of the day, you can actually judge what is parity to you. It's not far-fetched. And you don't need to finish the month to review the month to tell what you did with your month. It's about what you did with your 24 hours every day. There are certain things in life that we all have a fair share of. One is time. 
everybody in life has 24 hours. Everybody has 24 hours. Everybody in life will have an opportunity somehow, some way, someday. There's always an opportunity. If there were no opportunities, a poor man cannot transform his life from being poor to rich. He's able to do that because there's an opportunity. A sick man cannot become well if there were no opportunities. It's a time and chance happen to them all. Proverbs. So my brothers and my sisters, use your 24 hours every other day. Assign your time, schedule your day and ensure that there are things that you do that put the kingdom first. What you can do um, in rounding off, what you can do is you, you might think that 24 hours is not enough, but it depends on how you begin to schedule it. So what you do is list out the things that you must do every day. Let me give you an example. For instance, you can, you can take a piece of paper and do this thing much later. Maybe you should listen to this um, podcast later to get all the things that I'll list out. So maybe in your to-do list for every day, you have to speak in tongues. Let's put one hour there. You have to say your affirmations. You know, meditation is key. Let's even put 15 minutes there. Then we have project in message a day. You have to listen to a message. Most of the messages are an average of one hour about that. Let's put an hour there. You have to study your Bible. Let's put an hour there. You have to study Rhapsody. You have to um, maybe take a, maybe you, you are, you are, you are in class, you are in school or, um, or maybe you, you're taking a course online, can put an ad there. We have um, the prayer tone where we have to intercede at least for 15 minutes, join in the prayers, put 15 minutes there. You know, maybe depending on what you do, and the things that are in your trust, you know? Okay, so maybe you have members and then you wanna dedicate 20 or 30 minutes on a daily basis to, you know, attend to things that have to do with your members. And then um, maybe in ministering to the Lord, you want to sing, you want to, um, you know, offer that calves of your lips, you know, put on the 30 minutes there maybe at the end of the day you come up with about um let's say six to eight hours if you come up with six hours or eight hours it means that if you take out eight hours out of your 24 hours you would have 16 hours left so let's say you get to sleep for six hours right rest for your body if you take out six hours out of that you have 10 hours so let's say that <clears throat> If you walk, the time that you put into work, maybe it's another six, seven, eight hours. You have another three, four, two hours. So whatever you need to do, maybe social media, maybe talking to friends on telephone, maybe you want to even see a movie and that's fine. But you see, you must first assign out of your 24 hours what is priority and assign them slots from your 6 a.m. to your next 6 a.m., maybe when you wake up. That way you can really take a grasp of how you use your 24 hours and you can become much more conscious of your everyday for some, for, 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 for many of us, you, you might also want to add um, evangelism, follow-up and visitation, depending on what you're doing per day. There are days when you want to go out on evangelism and sometimes you don't even go out. Maybe you're reaching out to friends from your contact. And you can also make your post on social media evangelical. So you are socializing, but at the same time, you are preaching the gospel. 
you know, there's, there are just many things we can do to, you know, put the kingdom first, you know, and that's what today's devotional is talking to us about. So look at the use of your life. Look at the use of your time. David said, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Be like David today, number your days, schedule your time. Don't go through your day without a to-do list. And in your to-do list, ensure that those things that matter to God are priority to you. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy at this moment to take us through the Rhapsody prayer and the further study. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, Ma, for, for today's ministration and for the practical tips that you shared with us. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connecting from. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the further study and confession. We're reading from 2 Chronicles 25, 1 to 2. Amaziah was 20 and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 20 and nine years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehoadan of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. I'll take that again. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. Praise God. We're also reading from Matthew 6, 31 to 33. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that which ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be taking the prayers together. You don't have to unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Dear Lord, thank you for your words of counsel and admonition. I live every day purposefully, serving you with my life for your glory above everything else. Above everything else, I put the expansion of the kingdom first, serving you in love with a perfect heart and a willing mind in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I would like to invite the esteemed Brother Dozier to take us through the New Testament reading of the One Year Bible Plan. Thank you so much, everyone, for your kind attention. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on the part of the world you're connecting from, welcome to today's Inspired by the World Times of Devotion. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this amazing platform. Today we're reading the book of Acts, chapter 26, and um, from verse from verse 1. So I'll be sharing my screen at the moment. Congratulations to everyone who has been consistent with the daily Bible reading plan. Okay, so Acts chapter 3, we're reading message translation, Acts chapter 26 from verse 1 to 18. Um, the caption is, I couldn't just walk away. Agrippa spoke directly to Paul. Go ahead, tell us about yourself. Paul took the stand and told his story. I can't think of anyone, King Agrippa, before whom I would rather be answering all these Jewish accusations than you, knowing how well you are acquainted with Jewish ways and all our family quarrels. From the time of my youth, my life among my own people in Jerusalem, practically every joint grew up and even to stick their neck to tell you in person, knows that I strict Pharisee. 
understanding branch of our is because I it seriously myself, heart and soul, God promised my ancestors identical hope that the 12 lived for now all these centuries. It's because I've held on to tested, I've held on to this hope that I'm being called the Jews. Be the one standing for I can't see why it's a criminal believe that God raised that I didn't always it was my duty to Nazareth my mind full authority of the high priest these believers idea they were God's people into the Jerusalem right and left it came to a vote I voted I stormed places, bullying them into upsetting these people on the towns outside. One across with papers from the hype to rising my action of the day, a blaze of light, light outshining the poured out of the sky on me and my so bright but on our faces the voice in Hebrew also dear to get me why do you insist on going in said who are the voice answered Jesus sitting down like an animal Okay, but brother, now, you, um, it, it gets to break. We hear Evo a line and then we don't hear the next word. So I don't know if it's where you are. So it's the, the reading is not like complete because we're not hearing certain things that you're saying. Okay. Um, where can I start from again? In the, in the old... No, talk should be as good. Can you hear me? It's still happening. I think it's a network issue. Yes, it's a network. Maybe. Do you have you have another network? Do you want to switch? I just have one network. Or is it where you are? I'm outside my house, so very good. Okay, maybe Brother John should just finish up for today because we, we can barely like put the words together. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. So um, where do I start from? <laughs> we start from the beginning. Let's just be fast. Okay. Thanks. So uh, Chapter 20, 26, from verse 2 to 18. <clears throat> Sharing my screen. So I'll just, um, the caption, I couldn't just walk away from verse one. Agrippa spoke directly to Paul, go ahead, tell us about yourself. Paul took the stand and told his story. I can't think of anyone, King Agrippa, before whom I would rather be answering all these Jewish accusations than you, knowing how well you are acquainted with Jewish ways and all our family quarrels. From the time of my youth, my life has been lived among my own people in Jerusalem. Practically every Jew in town who watched me grow up, and if they were willing to stick their necks out, they would tell you in person, knows that I live as a strict Pharisee, the most demanding branch of our religion. It is because I believed it and took it seriously 
committed myself heart and soul to what God promised my ancestors. The identical hope, mind you, that the 12 tribes have lived for night and day all these centuries. It is because I have held on to this test, tested and tried hope that I am being called on the carpet by the Jews. Hmm. You hear that? They should be the ones standing trial here, not me. For the life of me, I can't see why it's a criminal offense to believe that God raises the dead. I admit that I didn't always hold to this position. For a time, I thought it was my duty to oppose this Jesus of Nazareth with all my might, backed with the full authority of the high priest. I threw these believers. I had no idea they were God's people into the Jerusalem jail right and left and whenever it came to a vote i voted for their execution i stormed through their meeting places bullying them into cursing jesus a one-man terror obsessed with obliterating the people obliterating these people and then i started on the towns outside jerusalem one day on my way to damascus armed as always with papers from the high priest authorizing my action Right in the middle of the day, a blaze of lights, lights are shining the sun, poured out of the sky on me and my companions. Oh, King, it was so bright, we fell up flat on our faces. Then I heard a voice in Hebrew, Saul, Saul, why are you out to get me? Why do you insist on going against the grain? I said, who are you, master? The voice answered, I am Jesus, the one you are hunting down like an animal. But now, up on your feet. I have a job for you. I have picked you to be a servant and witness to what's happened today and to what I'm going to show you. I'm sending you off to open the eyes of the outsiders so they can see the difference between dark and light and choose light. See the difference between Satan and God and choose God. I'm sending you off to present my offers of sins forgiven and a place in the family, inviting them into the company of those who begin real living by believing in me. Praise God. Wow, so much to say, but um, because of time, I'll quickly rush to the Old Testament segment. Okay. Um, today we're reading Psalm 17 and 18. You know, Psalm 8, this, this verse of scripture, the background story, according to Bible um, scholars, is, is that um, David here, it was one of those days, I'm sure if you had followed us through our reading, you have would have read, it was one of those days that he was hiding from, from um, Saul, and um, Saul was out to get him, and wanted to kill him, it's one of those he was hiding in the cave from Saul, so, and um, he, he prayed this prayer to God, praise the Lord. And the chapter 18, and God gave him the victory. It was the prayer of thanksgiving to him. So I just thought to let us know so that while we were reading this, you would have an idea of what was happening. So Psalm 17, listen, while I build my case, God, the most honest prayer you will ever hear, you will ever hear, show the world I'm innocent. In your heart, you know I am. Go ahead, examine me from inside out. Surprise me in the middle of the night. You will find I'm just what I say I am. My words don't run loose. I'm not trying to get my way in the world's way. I'm trying to get your way, your words way. I'm staying on your trail. I'm putting one foot in front of the other. I'm not giving up. I call to you, God, because I'm sure of an answer. So answer. Bend your ear. Listen sharp. Paint grace graffiti on the fences, taking your frightened children who are running from the neighborhood bullies straight to you. Keep your eye on me. Hide me under your cool wing feathers from the wicked who are out to get me. From mortal enemies closing in, their hearts are, as hard, their hearts are hard as nails. Their mouths blast hot air. They are after me, nipping my heels, determined to bring me down. Lions ready to rip me apart. Young lions poised to pounce. Up, God, gird them. Break them by your sword. 
free me from their clutches. Bare-handed, God, break these mortals. These flat earth people who can't think beyond today, I'd like to see their bellies swollen with famine food, the weeds they've sown, harvested and baked into famine bread with second, with second helpings for their children and crossed for their babies to chew. And me, I plan on looking. You fool in the face. When I get up, I'll see your full stature and leave heaven on earth. So, the Bible recorded that God actually saved him from the hands of Saul. And now this is like the prayer of thanksgiving to God. Chapter 18. <laughs> this is very long, actually. It's the, it's the fourth longest chapter in the book of Psalms. So I'll try and read very fast. I love you, Lord. I love you, God. You make me strong. God is bedrock under my feet, the castle in which I live, my rescuing knight, my God, the high curb where I run for dear life, hiding behind the boulders, safe in the granite islands. I sing to God, the praise lofty, and find myself safe and saved. The hangman, the hangman's noose was tight at my throat. Devil waters rushed over me. Hell's ropes uh, cinched me tight. Death traps bared every exit. A hostile world, I called to God. I cried to God to help. To help. From his palace, he hears my call. My cry brings me right into his presence. A private audience. Earth wobbles and lurches. Huge mountains shake like leaves, quick like aspen leaves because of his rage. His nostrils flare, billowing smoke. His mouth spits fire. Tongues of fire darts in and out. He lowers the sky. He steps down under his feet and an abyss opens up. He's riding a wind stretcher, swift on wind wings. Now he's, he's wrapped himself in a trench coat of black cloud darkness. But his cloud brightness bursts through, spraying hailstones and fireballs. Then God thundered out of heaven. The high God gave a great shout, spraying hailstones and fireballs. God shoots his arrows, pandemonium. He hauls his lightnings, he rouses. The secret sources of ocean are exposed. The hidden depths of earth lie uncovered. The moment you roar in protest, let loose your hurricane anger. But me, he caught, reached all the way from sky to sea. He pulled me out of that ocean of hate, that enemy chaos, the void in which I was drowning. They hit me when I was down, but God stopped by me. He stood me up on a wide open field. I stood there saved, surprised to be loved. God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. When I got my act together, he gave me a fresh start. Now I'm alert to God's ways. I don't take God for granted. Every day I review the way he works. I try not to miss a trick. I feel put together and I'm watching my step. God rewrote the test of my life. When I open the book of my heart to his eyes, the good people taste your goodness. The holy people taste your health. The, people, the true people taste your truth. The bad ones can't figure you out. You take the side of the down and out, but it's stuck up, you take down a notch. Suddenly, God, you flood light my you flood light my life. I'm blazing with glory, God's glory. I smash the bands of marauders. I vault the highest fences. What a God. His road stretches straight and smooth. Every God direction is road tested. Everyone who runs toward him makes it. Is there any God like God? Are we not at bedrock? It's not this. The God who armed me, then aimed me in the right direction. Now I run like a deer. I'm king of the mountain. He shows me how to fight. I can bend a bronze ball. You protect me with salvation armor. You hold me up with a firm hand. Caress me with your gentle ways. You clear the ground under me. So my footing was firm. When I chased my enemies, I caught them. I didn't let go till they were dead men. I nailed them 
they were down for good. Then I walked all over them. You armed me well for this fight. You smashed the upstarts. You made my enemies turn table, and I wiped out the haters. They cried, Uncle, but Uncle didn't come. They yelled for God and got no, no for an answer. I ground them to dust. They gusted in the wind. I threw them out like garbage in the gutter. You rescued me from a squabbling people. You made me a leader of nations. People I had never, people I had never heard of. Seven. The moment they got wind of me, they listened. The foreign devils gave up. They came up, they came on their bellies, crawling from their hideouts. Leave God. Blessings from the rock. My free and freeing God. Towering. So this God set things right for me and shut up the people who talk back. He rescued me from enemy anger, pulled me from the grip of upstairs. He saved me from the bullies. That is why I'm thanking you, God, all over the world. That is why I'm singing songs that rhyme your name. God's king takes the trophy. God's chosen is beloved. I mean David and all his children always. I mean, Lord bless the reason of his word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, over to you, Brother Martins. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good everyone, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity of taking us through the affirmation segment of this meeting. Hallelujah. Okay. <clears throat> We start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The top paragraph, your name first, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask you to unmute your mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three. Please kindly unmute your mics. One, two, three. My name is Kuchi. Okay, we are going straight to the communion segment at this time. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. 
please do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. For when we eat this bread and drink your cup, we show your death till you come. Father, we give you praise. It's an honor, it's a privilege to worship you. It's an honor, it's a privilege to show the world, to show for the presence of you who has called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Therefore, Lord Jesus, we declare this day that in breaking this bread, we are firm that we are one with you. Our spirit is knit with yours. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah. After the same manner also he took the cup when he has sobbed, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death. So he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup. The blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross. Thank you because you said we should drink this cup in remembrance of you. You say, for as often as we drink this cup and eat the bread, we show your death. The death you died on the cross where diseases, pain, afflictions were laid upon you so that we would not have any of these. Therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare we are disease free. We are deathless. We are fearless. We are ageless. We are wantless by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is dependable. His word is dependable. While I was praying, while we were taking this cup, there was one word before we took the bread. There was something that was going to minister to my spirit. I am the God that raises the poor out of the dust and sets him among kings. I still do it this day. Yes, we are not poor, but where do you want to be? God can set you in that place. He will practically take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Just believe and trust in him. Praise the Lord. At this point, I will kindly hand over to Sister Joy to take us through the celebration segment of the meeting. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this great opportunity once again. Do have a wonderful day. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Praise God. And thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, we are going to be celebrating our celebrants. So if today is your birthday, please kindly signify by raising up your hand. Praise God. Do we have any celebrants to birthday, wedding anniversary, world anniversary, salvation anniversary, any type of celebration? We'd like to celebrate you because you're so special to us and you mean so much to us. So any celebrants? And if you have any member of your family that is celebrating today, we could also pray for them. Praise God. Okay, in the absence of any celebrant, I would like to welcome the esteemed Sister Amaka. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Have a very joyful day ahead. Thank you. Thank you, dear Sister Joy. Thank you, Brother Duze, Brother John, Pastor Deborah, Brother Martins. Thank you very much for Ma, blessing us today. Ma, yes, sorry please. for interrupting you. Um, somebody dropped a message in the chat about one of us being hospitalized. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Um, Brother Emmanuel, Brother Akin Olubayo. Okay. 
All right. Praise God. Thank you so much, Joy, for getting my attention on that. Yeah. So thank you, esteemed co-host. Thank you for blessing us every day with the word of God and with the spiritual investment of God in you. Thank you. Um, we cannot quantify the things that you do and how much of a blessing that you are. Praise God. Um, also, you know, as we go through the book of Psalms, I wanted to stir a new kind of love for God in you. You know, we have already established the fact that um, all the writers of the Bible wrote based on their revelation of God. So you might find David expressing certain things that, of course, Jesus already corrected. Um, but I want you to see the heart, the heart of the man who wrote the things that he wrote, the heart of the man who expressed his all and his love for God. And I want you to stir up a new kind of love in you for God. David was expressive when it came to God. In his words, in his actions, he held nothing back, you know, and he wrote lavishly. He was such a prolific writer. And um, maybe this is time for you to also write your Psalms, you know, your love letters to God. You know, you might want to take the path of David and express your heart to God. You know, the Bible talked about us um, edifying ourselves in Psalms and in hymns. It shows you how much God valued the Psalms that David wrote and still values them. So you can also write your own Psalms, you know, praise God. Okay, so I'm going to take a minute to pray for Brother Akin, wherever he is. Um, there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. And as you, as you speak, you have his name, call his name, talk to his spirit, and ask his spirit to be vitalized and to vitalize his human body. Bring him out of that hospital now. So please feel free to unmute your mic. We'll pray intensely in the next one minute. Make proclamations of faith and we'll round off. Amen. Praise God. Brother Martins, please round off. And then Brother Emmanuel, drop um a contact. Um, drop your number for Brother Martins. He would contact you after this meeting. Over to you, Brother Martins. Oh, that's the wrong issue from the Skoski. Wrong look, said the across gauge the baradilla. Main cross cone, the Hongska League of Brock and Scalish to Bratun Salah Hogra, a close Brenita. Libertalin the Guri Pendishta, practical repairing the Skijel Amanda. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for our dearly beloved brother. You said in your word that everywhere we go, wherever we go, we declare peace. If the son of peace is resident in that home, then the peace of God will reside, will abide there. This one is your son, is a child of peace. Therefore, your peace abides with him even now. And that power, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that is at work in him, causes vitality, causes restoration, 
cause his total perfection in his being, even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Even now, we dispatch the angels of God. Everywhere in that hospital environment, we dispatch angels. There shall be no error. There shall be no mistakes made by any doctor, whosoever it is. Because your healing is already consummated in him. Even so, now, by the power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. We give you praise. Yes, there was joy in his home. There was joy in his life. There was joy in him, even now. And he's bursting Amen. forth singing, joyful, because he's healed totally of God. Thank Amen. you, Father. Give you Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Mr. Maka, for this opportunity to pray. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you very much, Brother Martins, and congratulations, Brother Emmanuel. Please um, contact Brother Martins. He will give you further instruction on what um, Brother Aki needs to do. All right, thank you so much, everyone, and thank you for praying. Thank you for joining today's devotion. See you again tomorrow in the same time. Please unmute as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 <laughs>